You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and I'm the owner and founder of Simple Pin Media. We're a Pinterest management company based out of Portland, Oregon. We help manage our clients' Pinterest presence so you can focus back on your business. But I also have this podcast where I help you DIY your Pinterest marketing with simple, actionable tips. Today, we're going to be talking about what to pin in the month of July. And the reason we talk about what to pin in certain months is that Pinterest users are planners. They tend to look well in advance before they get to a holiday or an event or a season. So what we want to do as marketers is we want to plan and prepare for this particular time frame, but we also want to pin during this time frame exactly what people are looking for. So if you want to get more information about what to pin all year round, I have this amazing Ultimate Pinterest Planner that I created in conjunction with Tailwind. It's called the Ultimate Pinterest Planner. And if you go to simplepinmedia.com slash planner or even slash email, you can get this planner for free. And in exchange, you are signed up for the Simple Pin email and the Tailwind email. So I know for Simple Pin, I email people every Wednesday with a Pinterest email packed full of tips. I talk about Pinterest trending topics, any of the latest articles that have come out, and any resources you need to help you do better at your Pinterest marketing. I also tell you what the latest podcast is and even some ones you should listen to from the archives. In addition, I list full resources that have to do with blogging, e-commerce, or anything else that will help you in your business and your Pinterest marketing. So make sure you sign up for the free planner. It's like 21 pages. You can download it. In fact, some people have even had it bound at their local office supply store. It's about 7 to $8. And it's really easy to take notes in it as well to keep track of your page views, your repins, your saves all year round. So again, go to simplepinmedia.com slash planner or simplepinmedia.com slash email, and you can sign up for it there. All right, so we're going to be talking about what to pin in July. And just so everybody knows, this is episode 105. And you can find the, all the show notes too on the Simple Pin blog at simplepinmedia.com slash 105. Okay, just a refresher for those of you who are new to Planner. The Planner has each month, it has five different topics, what to pin, what to promote, content planning ideas, my favorite, tip of the month, and action items. And what to pin is based on trends we see right that have happened in the past. And this helps us stay ahead of what to expect during this particular month. So July. What to promote is what type of promoted pin advertising you should do based on what people are searching in this month. So what people should pin or what you should promote in July based on what people are searching. Content planning ideas. You'll want to pin content and these topics next month. So for August. So what can you do now 
to get prepared for that. And some of you like create your editorial calendars all year long. I do mine about every six months um, at a time, and then I'll kind of adjust it as I go along. But those of you who are a little more quick start and you prefer the last minute procrastination for your creativity boost, you want to be planning right now for August. Then we talk about a tip of the month, a unique and often fun tactic to try to spice up your Pinterest account. And then action items. So each month lists suggested action items aimed at empowering you to build your business with Pinterest throughout the year without feeling overwhelmed. So this can be as simple as updating your top 10 posts on your blog or optimizing pin descriptions or popular pins. So that's our action items for the month. All right, so let's dive into what to pin in July. Right now in July, summer barbecue recipes are really trending. This can be salads, side dishes. I know that you don't put those on the barbecue, but really be thinking strategically about what people would be searching for as it relates to summer barbecue recipes. Back to school. Man, I hate to say it because here here in the Northwest where I live, I live in Portland, Oregon, We actually don't experience summer until July 5th. It's kind of a joke around here that it doesn't even get warm until that time. And then like two weeks later at Target, it's like jam-packed full of school supplies. And we just got out of school. We get out of school like mid to late June. We've often said that it would be great to have our summer go from July to October. So we would start school at the beginning of October because that's really when our best months are. So it's a little tough for us to take the school supply stuff. But if most of the country goes back to school sometime in August, this is just the trend that we fall into. So back to school, organization, supplies, all that kind of stuff. But remember, for the rest of us who aren't quite ready to embrace this back-to-school routine, we are still living off summer cocktails and lazy days. So think about summer weddings, too, gardening, and you know what? Christmas in July. It's a thing, for sure. I don't know what day it's on, but I also do know that Amazon does Prime Day in July. So there are some opportunities to make a little bit of affiliate income off this whole mid-year Christmas in July thing. So if you've got a lot of people who are planners or really organized about getting ahead of their Christmas shopping, I mean, that is like mega organized. These people are going to eat up your pins about this particular topic. The other thing is still vacation and travel. People are still enjoying that time of getting out and about. I know that, I don't know if this is still true, but I remember when I was traveling around Europe in August, everybody would talk about how there there was this big chunk of time before kids went back to school in Europe that was just everybody traveled. So think about that if you are not in North America, that there are these times and periods in your country where people travel and really try to tap into that. Maybe they call it something particular. Use those keywords to really hone in on their searches and what they're going to be searching right now. You can also pin some of your staycation content for those people who can't afford to travel or don't like to travel to how to do a staycation in your city. Maybe you have an old travel guide or resource somewhere on your site that you could share with them. Now, if you're e-commerce and you've created products, think of your products that might be seasonal. So if you do have travel products for people that they tend to buy more in the summer 
or weddings or whatever it is, I know that this time of year, there are products that people buy and need. So really be thinking about how to pin those products strategically. And what I always suggest when people talk about pinning products is that you should have one product photo and one lifestyle photo. So an example of this might be, let's say you sell a Dutch oven. You want to have a picture of maybe the multiple colors of the Dutch oven. So have it kind of stacked so they can just see that particular product. So the Dutch oven. But you also want to show it in a lifestyle, in action. So this Dutch oven on a stove, in the kitchen, somebody stirring. So if you haven't had a chance to get lifestyle shots of your product, consider investing in a few of those because you can use them over and over again. This helps the pinner engage with your product and know how it's going to look. So for me, as I was doing my addition, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, we added on to our house, and I had talked about that briefly. We added on like 700 square feet, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's like another house pretty much. So I spent a lot of time looking for light fixtures and I not only wanted to see the light fixture, I wanted to see what it looked like on a house. And that allowed me to picture what it looked like on my house or what it would look like. So be very smart about the product photos that you're having taken and make sure it's a standalone product in addition to a lifestyle shot. Okay, number two, what to promote, what to run a promoted pin campaign on. And if you've never done promoted pin advertising, I love it. It's very simple. In fact, over the last month, I've been doing a lot of intense research on promoted pins as we plan to release a promoted pins service pretty soon. And you will hear about that when it is released. But I wanted to get, you know, really deep into how to effectively run a promoted pin campaign and what my goal is for that campaign. This is an important first step. Whenever you think of doing any type of paid advertising, what is your goal? And I certainly hope it's not just page views or it's not just traffic, but that it's growing your email list or selling a product or converting to something else that continues to get people into your tribe, into your community. Because that's a really important way to warm up a very cold audience from Pinterest, the lurkers, the seekers. It's like you want to come alongside them and go, welcome, join my community. We're awesome here. Or check out my product. It's really amazing obviously in like a not slimy way, right? So with promoted pins this time of year, if you have back to school content, if you have anything to do with summer travel or camping, and it has a optimized post, or it has a really great way to hook them in to your product by offering a discount, that's when you run a promoted pin campaign, because you know that this post might have a really high conversion rate. So for example, here we have um, my friend Angela runs Frugal Living Northwest, which is the blog that I learned how to blog on. It's the blog that I learned how to do Amazon affiliate marketing or email marketing on. It was very fun for me to do that. And I learned a lot about how to get people 
to the blog and get them engaged. Well, one thing that Angela has on her site is a staycation guide to Portland. And one thing that would be really cool here, and I don't know if she's done it, so this is me suggesting it to her for all of you to hear. But what would be cool is there would be a cool PDF guide or checklist or summer bucket list that people could download here in the Portland area and put on their fridge and know that there's all these different things that they can do around Portland and giving them a list of ideas when they don't know what to do with kids. Then they get on the email list and there's a way to continue the conversation with them. So not just promoting the post because it's a really great staycation post for Portland, but really getting those Portlanders hooked in so you can communicate to them later, share updates with them, and then continue on the journey with how to love Portland or whatever it is. So always be very strategic in whatever you're going to promote this time of year. So like I said, back to school, summer travel, camping, even summer weddings. If you have something specific to July, you could even do maybe some of the back to school stuff since that's really uh, around this time of year for most people. Maybe it's a guide that you want to share with them. And that's how you get them on your email list or a pricing guide. Really think through what your conversion is on the other side of that promoted pin. The third element is content planning ideas. And if you've listened to these particular podcasts of the what to pin in said month of the year, you will know that every single time I do say, I love this part. I love content planning ideas. It's just so fun for me to help people think of more ideas that's not to say that um, I do it really well for myself here at Simple Pin. We do have our editorial calendar actually planned out the rest of the year, but I I definitely change and flex and um, I'm pretty fluid with that. So it's not like it's set in stone, but it is fun for me to help people think of ideas. So as you're thinking about planning for August and even September, organization is huge. Whether you have a product or whether you have a blog post, whatever it is, people are ready in August. And that's why we're kind of planning for the future. They are ready to really embrace schedule again. They need to get things back on track. Um, I know that not everybody lives by a school schedule, but most people do. And we also know that women control um, 80% of the household buying decisions. And if they are a mom, I don't know what segment of that is, they are going to invest in things that make their lives easier. So that, again, could be products, it could be systems, it could be any kind of tool. If you have a coaching service or even a consult service to help people get back on track, that's a great thing for you to highlight right now. People are ready for routine again um, in all areas of their life, especially here in the Northwest. We feel it a lot because we don't get a lot of sunny weather. So what we tend to do is um, from Memorial Day, We'll get spots of sunny weather and it's like we have to get outside and, you know, soak it all up before it's gone. So there is this race from Memorial Day to Labor Day that we we sprint. And then after Labor Day, we're kind of like, all right, we're ready to kind of hole up. Where's our sweaters? <laughs> Where's And that's not everybody here. But I will say that it's a general idea and theme that we, we do have this sprint of summer and then we're ready for organization and routine and back in the house and ready to embrace some cooler days. 
or at least I am. This is, I know I've heard it from my friends too. So some of you who are listening in the Northwest, I know there's people who crave these warm days and hate when they go away. So um, I'm not a warm day hater. I am definitely just a fall weathered friend, if you will. Okay, off of my weather rabbit trail. All right, the fourth one is tip of the month. So this is a fun one that I think is a a really good one for anybody that has a meal plan or food-related topics. So it's try pinning specific content on a particular day. So I know at one point there was like these trends of what people would do on certain days. And we know that Sunday is a very heavy day for food. It's the time when people do their weekly meal plans. We also know this corresponds with grocery stores are the busiest on Sunday between two and five. I've actually heard that. I have no idea the source, but I think it was on something like 2020. But that is the time where it is so busy. And I'm I'm sure we've all have witnessed this because people are planning out for the week. If they work full time, this is their only time to shop and prepare and plan. And they want to plan out their week, meaning they go to Pinterest to do a lot of their meal planning. And if you are related to food, pin all food I would even say all day Saturday, all day Sunday, so people are prepared. I've often heard too that travel is very much searched for on Fridays because people are thinking about the weekend, they're thinking about getting out, they want to, um, you know, they want to plan a trip, they're tired of the work week. So thinking about travel, maybe on Fridays. Also look at your trends. I know the last episode, episode 104, we talked about using analytics to help create content. Go back to that one and listen so that you can get some ideas about how to use what you're finding in your analytics and maybe pin that type that topic on that certain day. The last one is the monthly action tip. So If you want to get more mileage out of your popular posts, the things that tend to get clicked on the most, repinned the most, shared the most, try collaborating with other bloggers by joining a Tailwind tribe. I know here at Simple Pin, we've really experimented with tribes a lot over the last year, and it's been pretty fun for us. Um, I will say that joining a tribe is such a great way to for you to expand your reach. Be very clear about who you're joining with. Tribes that get really big can become very, very time consuming. And I'm all about watching how much time you're spending on something and what your return will be. In fact, we have a podcast about KPIs that I'll link to in the show notes. But if you are joining tribes to share your content and to get content from... And again, another caution is to make sure the people in the tribe are very similar to your niche and your style. If not, you're just going to be pinning junk. You're going to be pinning stuff that you know your people wouldn't like anyway, so it's not worth it. You need to be very smart about the pins that you're pinning because it's not just a pin is a pin, a placeholder. No, you want to tell Pinterest what it is your profile is about by what you pin. So that means if you're very into... Um, travel and you're very much overseas travel and beautiful photos, all of that, you want to keep it in line with those types of topics and serving your audience. If you join a tribe about travel and everybody's talking about staycations and you never do, that's not a good fit. So critically analyze how and 
who you join a tribe with. But it's definitely a good thing to test out to see if you can get more traffic from it. I will say too that if you are new to Tailwind and you know nothing about it, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash Tailwind to get 100 pins for free. And what that means is you can test out the Tailwind tool for free with your first 100 pins in a trial. And that is a great way to determine if a scheduling tool is right for you. Not a lot of people will test things out first before they buy into it and then they buy into it and realize it's not going to work for them. I'm confident you would buy into Tailwind and find that it works for you. But I do know that some people have to test it out a little bit before they dive in. So definitely go to the show notes here, simplepinmedia.com slash 105. You can get all the information about Tailwind at the bottom of the post, but you can also see what we've talked about And my tips as you go along throughout this planner, you know, going over the five topics. We want to help you be effective and smart with your Pinterest marketing, especially month by month. So look at what you're going to pin in July, what you're going to promote, and how you're going to plan ahead. Spend about one hour, two hours per month sitting down, looking at this and getting a game plan. If you're working with a team member, um, a VA, you want to help share this information with them as well so they can pin effectively on your behalf. If you're pinning on your own and this is something that you want to keep up, set a timer for yourself so that it doesn't become all-consuming, but you're still really effective with how you're marketing on Pinterest. So if you want more information about this post, again, you can go to simplepinmedia.com slash 105 to get all the information in the show notes. And you can also go to simplepinmedia.com slash planner to get the Pinterest planner for free. So thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. We'll talk next week.